We begin this morning with Vladimir Putin's State of the Nation address, his first since invading Ukraine. The Russian president railed against the West, blaming allies for using Ukraine to destroy his country. The Western elite doesn't conceal their goal is to inflict a strategic defeat on Russia. What does it mean for us? It means to finish us forever. And he sparked alarm by announcing that Moscow will pull out of the last nuclear arms treaty with the United States. Hundreds of kilometres away in Poland, US President Joe Biden has delivered a counter-address, describing the war as a battle for democracy. President Putin is confronted with something today that he didn't think was possible a year ago. The democracies of the world have grown stronger, not weaker. Our support for Ukraine will not waver. NATO will not be divided and we will not tire. Journalist Leonid Ragozin has watched both speeches and joins me now from the Latvian capital Riga. Welcome back to RM Breakfast. Uh, thank you very much for having me, Patricia. Vladimir Putin has delivered a marathon State of the Nation address, speaking for a staggering nearly two hours. What was his main message? Well, this is this was a, a wartime speech, uh, and the main message was that uh, uh, Russia is is essentially an underdog that is being confronted by this uh, giant and monstrous West that wants to undo Russia's uh, statehood. So the uh, struggle in Ukraine, the, the war in Ukraine, is essentially uh, an existential battle uh, between Russia and and this and the Western alliance, which uh, which wants to uh, to destroy the country. Um, it is. It was a very um, Manichaean speech, and it, in many ways, it echoed uh, Biden's speech in in Warsaw, who who also painted uh, the um, uh, the war in Ukraine as civilization struggle uh, between uh, democracy in the West and uh, autocracy in Russia. And uh, both presidents uh, said that they um, that their their sides are going to uh, win at the end of this war. Now, uh, so there was no walking back on both sides uh, from um, uh, confrontation. At the same time, uh, no uh, major new announcements were made in both speeches. And yes, indeed, Putin did an, uh, announce that, that Russia suspends its participation in uh, START um, uh, treaty. Uh, however, uh, there were explanations later by the Foreign Minister Lavrov, uh, who essentially said that uh, uh, the treaty will continue, that Russia will continue to abide by the uh, terms of this treaty, uh, except for the um, uh, inspections, until the, uh, the treaty's uh, official expiration date. Um, so it's it's not quite. I mean, there was the it was suspension first of all, not Russia withdrawing from the treaty, and secondly, uh, Russia will uh, still continue to uh, to abide by some of this uh, some of its clause. So it was rhetorical, and also Biden did not make. Uh, any new announcements about uh, uh, the um, kind of weapons that uh, Ukraine sought to receive from the West, and in particular about uh, fighter planes. Uh, 
so that also fell short of the expectations of uh, those those in the West who who wanted uh, to to for Ukraine to to be better armed and for uh, better prepared to uh, to repel the Russians. Let's just go to that suspension, and you say you've put all the caveats that they've announced around the suspension. But how concerning is the suspension, given that the Kremlin hasn't ruled out using nuclear weapons in Ukraine? Well, look, uh, on nuclear weapons, uh, there was an interesting uh, line in Putin's speech where he said, uh, he did, uh, he, uh, after announcing the um, suspension of the treaty, uh, he said uh, that uh, Russia should be prepared to conduct nuclear tests. Uh, which would be very, of course, uh, threatening for the whole world. But uh, Putin said uh, that will happen only if the Americans conduct the nuclear tests. So now all of a sudden it doesn't sound that threatening because, uh, well, why would the Americans decide to to conduct nuclear tests and um, uh, to... uh, precipitate this new spiral of escalation uh, involving nuclear weapons. Uh, So again, uh, the rhetoric sounds uh, quite alarming. However, when it comes to the um, real actions, uh, both both sides and and, uh, Putin uh, um, and Russia, Despite all this bellicose rhetoric, it's not making steps that uh, seem too too radical uh, when it comes to nuclear weapons. Did Putin give any indication of when or potentially how he would end the war in Ukraine? No, he didn't. Uh, he didn't really give a, de- uh, a definition to, to what he considers um, a victory in Ukraine. Uh, however, he made an interesting statement with regards to the new weapons that are being supplied uh, by the West to Ukraine. He said that uh, the longer the range of those weapons, uh, the further Russia will have to push in terms of its uh, territorial uh, gains in the West. It will, uh, in, from, from the Russian logic, it means that uh, they will need to push the front line further away from uh, vital uh, targets uh, in the Russian territory, but also in the occupied parts of Ukraine, uh, so that uh, these new weapons um, supplied by the West uh, could not be uh, could not reach uh, those those sensible uh, sensitive targets. What's been the reaction in Europe to both speeches by Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin? I think the uh, reaction is uh, in a way more muted uh, than. Uh, one could have expected, and this is partly because, uh, uh, particularly on the Russian side, uh, we did not hear uh, anything um, truly outrageous, not in terms of rhetorics, but in terms of uh, concrete uh, actions. Um, there were expectations about Putin uh, announcing a new stage of the offensive, uh, throwing those uh, hundreds of thousands of soldiers that he uh, mobilized last fall into the battle, trying to um, conquer swathes of Ukrainian territory. Uh, but no, uh, that didn't happen. Uh, he uh, repeated his uh, line about um, going step by step, uh, grain by grain, he said, uh, uh, and uh, picking grain by grain. And he was talking about you know, chickens. <laughs> Uh, in this in this metaphor, uh, but um, 
he did not he did not make any announcements about uh, territorial ex- expansion or about any um, military offensives. So that kind of explains a, a more cautious reaction uh, in Europe. But uh, rhetorically, of course, uh, the speech was um, extremely bellicose, and uh, um, and he was painting painting this uh, confrontation as uh, almost as a as a global war, as, as a world war uh, between uh, between Russia and and the Western uh, alliance. So uh, it does sound alarming, but uh, uh, it, it really depends on the commentators. Uh, uh, those those who are looking into into the rhetorics, they were of course alarmed. Those who are looking into the uh, concrete action uh, were less alarmed than than they probably expected. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Journalist Leonid Ragozin reporting there from Riga. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.